Hi, Kay. Hi, Em. Welcome to a new week. Yay, week eight. Hi, and thank you for tuning in to a Pair of Carrots podcast, giving an unsparing critique of One Direction. I am Kay. And I'm Em. And in today's episode, we'll be talking about Leary, the friendship between Liam and Harry. But before we continue, we'd like to thank this week's sponsor. Mother Nature's Lack of Chill, reminding us each day with new research on the climate crisis, how quickly she adapts to human stupidity. Who really runs the world? She does. Where do we even start? Um... Okay, let's just do, like, our, like, one-minute thoughts on Leary. Okay, do you want to start? Oh, my God, absolutely. Wow. <laughs> Putting me on the spot. When I think of Leary, and it's it's this, it's this relationship that's maintained, like, it's been a very consistent relationship for the last 10 years, as much, even though this is all based on only watching YouTube videos. Of course, I don't know any of them. So please don't sue me. It just seems like there's this, like, it seems like they're stepbrothers, and it seems like they're the same age, and they've lived in the same house since they were seven years old, um, and so they love each other deeply, but one of them, Liam, has started to notice, or has noticed throughout his entire life, that his stepbrother, Harry, gets credit for a lot of things Liam has done, um, or gets, gets credit for doing half of what Liam does, whereas Liam does things really, really well, quite sometimes to perfection, and just receives like, eh, okay, I guess you're Liam, so you should have done that. Um, whereas Harry can literally do like uh, the bare minimum and just receive all of the applause. So like, for example, Christmas, I'm going with this like example, I'm so sorry. So like Christmas parties at their house, for example, Liam would like probably play some like really, really crazy piece of, of Beethoven. Right. And like be done with it. And people just politely clap. And Harry would like just sing Mariah Carey's all I want for Christmas is you. And because he's not Mariah Carey, it would not be to perfection. And everyone would be like asking him to do it again so they could record on the phone. And poor Liam would just have to smile and then cry as he falls asleep. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> a lot there to follow up on yeah um i you know what stepbrothers for an like, aries perspective <laughs> true um i feel like i mean i i like the stepbrothers to be honest it that like it feels so accurate um and i've never thought about it like that it seems to me like i will say in the 10 years of public um of like public eye watching for both these boys I've never seen anyone else make Harry Styles mad like as many times and like, <laughs> like really mad you know like I'm sure I'm so excited for this episode <laughs> but like but I feel like that really because because I feel like that we, we share that relationship so perfectly and I think I think like as much as you like see like I feel like you talk so much about Liam um being like slightly you know like having that kind of like I don't want to call it inferiority complex, but like whatever it is between him and Harry that like Liam tries so hard, but like Harry gets all the attention. I feel like um, 
Harry just seems like, I feel like the relationship does seem like Harry can get very annoyed with Liam, you know? And, like, Liam's, like, Liam just seems to be, like, existing. And, like, Harry's, like, why are you bothering me? You know? Um, For sure. Like, and it does seem like it is, like, a, I feel like it is a deep love, but also, like, it seems to be, like, there's tension there, too. There is tension. And a part of the tension that I wonder is, like, does Harry Styles also know that Liam puts in half the work and gets, well, no, that Liam puts in, like, all of the work and gets half the credit? Do you think that's maybe why Harry also gets mad at Liam? We'll talk about it later. Oh, my gosh. So many thoughts. Um, you clearly put together a really beautiful outline, Emma. Forgive me. Uh, you wanted to first talk about early Liam and Harry and how right. all of this began. Right. So, I mean, I will say that, like, I um, I got very invested in doing some of this research stuff. And, like, thank goodness for One Direction fans and internet videos. Um, because I, like, don't feel like Liam and Harry is a friendship that, like, I, I feel like it's not a friendship that gets talked about too much. Um, but thank goodness for compilation videos on the internet. Because um, I'm wondering if you remember, it doesn't seem like, I mean, it, even in, like, the early days, X Factor days, right? It doesn't seem like Liam and Harry had too many, like, things together. You know what I mean? No. Like, Louie and Harry really close, and, like, you know, like, Niall had his own thing. You know what I mean? Like, it seems like Liam um, was, uh, like, I, I feel like Liam and Harry, you don't see them interacting too much, unless they're in a group in the early days, at least in, like, my world, you know? I don't know if you have a different impression of that, but I am wondering, and this is pure speculation, this is the most speculative of speculation, um, please do not sue me. Uh, either of us we don't know these people but, nor do we have money <laughs> <laughs> yes exactly um, but like I wonder how much like what that first initial relationship was like you know um Harry also being the youngest and you know like Liam got like the daddy title right away you know I wonder like how that relationship looked um especially because it seems like Louis and Harry connected so early on um I, I'm, I'm wondering if you have any thoughts on that. I mean, um, because Louis and, Lee and Harry were so close, and, Lee, and Louis has talked about how he and Liam just did not get along when they first met, I, like, I feel like we can just imagine that Harry didn't get along with Liam, probably. Well, Harry, you know what I mean? It's like, okay, right. we have to work together, but I'm sure because like Harry was like, Louis's my boy, it's like, okay, Liam, whatever. Right. right. Sure. I also think that Liam was like very clearly the one who had had the most experience. Mm -hmm. um, and even though Harry has raw talent, I said it. Um, <laughs> um, so I, <laughs> I wonder if Liam, I, I'm sure there was like, Liam probably was maybe difficult to work with because he was like, he's always been a perfectionist and he'd done it before. Right. 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 I, I'm remembering, especially like in that, this is us clip. Um, where they're all talking about each other and like Liam is like telling them all what to do like over and over again like you know I, I do think I wonder how much Liam was like if that if that was like where they were in the this is up stage like this is like he was like already trying to be like all this kind of direction of them I have to wonder what it was like at the beginning you're so right absolutely and I and and so I think um obviously like in the x factor when you watch those videos like Liam was singing everything, <laughs> singing everything. Um, and, and Harry, I think that was when Harry was, um, they were training Harry, Harry to be a, so, a, to be a singer too, right? And to be part of an ensemble. But it was Liam who was carrying the band and singing all the first verses. 
Um, it was also, as M pointed out, Liam, who was given the first verse because he was the one who could get the pitch the first, who could, under, who could figure out the pitch where no one else could. Um, and so I'm sure, uh, so like there's, I guess there's that dynamic of like Liam is bossy or is a perfectionist, but he also has like a work ethic to prove, like to prove that he's like worthy of such a title. Right, right. But I think where I also find most interesting with Leary um, is like when Liam also had curly hair in like the early 2000, no, late 2011 phase, AKA like when What Makes You Beautiful was filmed. And like, they're just these really wonder, I think that was when Liam had first started to come out of his shell, right? I think he'd just been like, I think they'd gone on their first X Factor show together and he just was like, okay, you all are going to be my friends. And he was like, he actually had curly hair, whereas Harry had wavy hair, but like whatever. Um, <laughs> and you could, like, there are these like really sweet um, sugar skate videos where like Liam is just very giggly and like you can kind of see he and Harry like getting, like I think, like you can see where like, their camaraderie start kind of starts getting happening, you know, that like what we saw during the, this is us video of like how I, like, I wonder if like, it was like an intentional figuring out how they were going to relate to each other. Whereas I think by then you maybe in the UK, Harry really was like the shining star of one direction. Whereas Liam Payne was just a, ba- a boy in a band. Right. Right. And I will say too, I feel like as much as like, we talked about them probably not getting along uh, you know, I feel like Harry, at least Harry and Liam both are like very sweet people, you know, and I feel like they probably were not like in a lot of direct conflict. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's probably more of like a they like figuring out how they relate to each other more than it is like downright yelling matches as maybe he and Louie had in the early days. You know, um, I feel like it was more like, oh, you know, um, uh, you know, like, how do we how do we work together? And you're right. Like, I feel like. It is interesting. I'm, I hadn't thought about the fact, like, the curly hair phase. Because it is really interesting that, like, they talked about Harry Styles curls. People are still talking about Harry Styles curls, you know? Um, but Liam had had a lot more intense curly hair, you know? And I feel like even in the, like, I kind of forget, like, in the early days, I got them kind of confused sometimes. Because they clearly have different colored hair. But I'd be like, <laughs> oh, they both have curly hair. Um, and now, like, after that, like, we never saw Liam's curly hair again. Um but yeah, I do think this is a side note, but I do think it's interesting, like the way they got like um the way that like they're they got branded like over time, you know, and like who they became as people as the band developed. But um I think that they're always like even like that early camaraderie stuff, it seems to be a thing that's like pretty consistent with them though, right? Like yeah. Not not that like any like it's, it was like, oh, they're figuring this out, now they like can't stand each other. Like that didn't seem like anything that happened. It seemed like that was just like the beginning of like, you know, some of like what has been consistent in their relationship. Oh, absolutely. Um so I think that oh, go on. No, 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 go ahead. I think that um, if I may, I think it also, perhaps the camaraderie also, like you think of this as us and the fact that Liam and Harry were so visible, like we're so, um, we're like, I think we saw most of their lives in one, in like in that movie and we got to see them hanging out together, like fishing and stuff. And I think when I, I think back about like that fishing scene, it's like perhaps the reason why they got along despite what we saw on the, at that is tension is at the end of the day, it wasn't as if Harry Styles was taking all of this credit and then like doing nothing for One Direction, right? Like Harry Styles was so committed to that band, so loved that band, so loved his fans, right? That like, in a way, perhaps it was 
Liam was like, I will do this. You, Harry does this. And somehow because you both and Louie write songs, <laughs> um, <laughs> because all of this is like, because you do that and I do this, that's what makes our band as successful as it is. Like perhaps it was like, maybe there was a mature like realization that my lane is this lane and Harry's lane is that lane. And like, okay, cool. You know? Right. Right. It kind of seems like that too. I mean, I, yeah. Cause I, I mean, you don't just walk to Machu Picchu with anyone. True. True. Exactly. That's a long, I mean, and I like for the record too, you don't spend every day with just anyone, right? Like five yeah. years of your life, you know? Yeah. But like also like then to also inten- intentionally spend time together. And that scene didn't seem forced or fake. Like, I don't think they were like, oh, we're going to take Liam and Harry fishing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, have to figure out how to get along for Kate. Like, you know, like, obviously that they, these are two people who like deeply love and care about each other and enjoy spending time with each other. Oh, for you sure. Know? And like, even for sure. And even if the, the documentarian had been like, I mean, Morgan Spurlock had been like, no, we're going to make you guys do this. It still just seemed like a really natural conversation. Exactly. And it's, I mean, it really was like, Harry was like relaxing as his friends, his, one of his best friends, Liam, was just fishing. Right. Oh, and then, like, God, I love them. And then he laughed as he like fell off the ladder. So sad. Yeah. So cute, you know? <laughs> um, okay. So like, I, I know we've kind of like talked around it and I know we've talked about it, I think, especially in like our up all night thing. But when you talk about what, um, what, Liam is doing and what Harry is doing I feel like we should break that down you know okay like within one direction yes okay whose lane is whose like what we're seeing as like the lanes they're occupying you know for sure so like I saw the lane that like Liam carried was like I will like I will songwrite I will sing um I will like I will be the primary singer of the band because I have the widest range um I will have like uh, I will be the one organizing everyone because clearly I seem to have the personality that like allows us to like do be as organized as possible. Like I will do like the behind the scenes work, which makes the show possible. Where Harry's lane is, how do we keep like a reason why they're the biggest boy band is because we need people's love and devotion. And like, we need that to be a genuine love and devotion. I know how to love, I know how to love people genuinely and make them know that I, that I'm appreciative of them. So I'll do what I got to do. I will also sing, but also I will receive their love and adoration and give it back to them. Because like, I will say, I recognize how Liam yelled at fans a lot (laughs) out of like frustration with how they treated his girlfriends or anything. Whereas Harry never did, right? Like Harry was like the one band member who just never chastised his chastise the fans ever right that's why probably he was a fan favorite amongst other things what do you think I also think like to your point though I and I I I'm sure I'm wrong I'm sure there are things that like he could but I feel like Harry had the least things to mad at fans for I guess that's also like a it's a personality difference but I also feel like um I mean people still talk about like no one I feel like Liam doesn't gets like the least amount of love in one direction. Yeah. You know, um, which doesn't mean that he has to be mad at fans. But I think Liam Payne got taken for granted a lot too. Right. Like Harry he got Liam, it. Like Harry, I mean like, and I think also like as much as like, I will say those lanes, like, I think I agree with you. Those lanes are also that, but also like Harry had such a celebrity lifestyle when they moved to London. Right. Especially post like 
moving in with Louis, like all that stuff, like all his celebrity DJ friends, all like his celebrity musician friends, the more he gained model friends, you know, like Harry, Harry was like the most public of celebrities, I feel like, um, in one direction, you know, um, you know, like he, I feel like I, and I know that like all of them got photographed, all of them got like different things. Right. But like Harry Styles made all these connections with these people. Um, and like, I know that like Liam did too, to some extent, like all of them have different friends, but it feels to me like Harry Styles celebrity that he is now was started in one direction. And that also was like, helped also gain like their stardom. Right. And I kind of feel like Liam Payne, um, from the beginning, I think even like in his musical style, what he's trying to do now, it seems like he was always trying to be Justin Timberlake. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't, Harry isn't Justin Timberlake. Um, cause like One Direction isn't in sync, but like Harry is like the celebrity and like always kind of has been like, I think they've all like, they described him in like, this is us and like other things like the perfect pop star, you know, like he's like, he's got the temperament. He's got like the, just the natural, like kind of, I guess, coolness, you know, um, to him. He's got like that ease with people, um, that makes him like lovable in a way that like, I don't think Liam Payne isn't lovable. I just think that like people, like Liam is awkward. He's kind of awkward. Um, and I think there's like, it makes him like, I feel like he doesn't always lean into it. Like I kind of wonder how much of Liam is still like, why can't, why don't I get the same kind of like attention that Harry does? You know what I mean? And like, why is it as, why is it so easy for Harry? You know, um, that's kind of some of what I sense is going on. I don't know what you think. If we recall, like Liam ended up, and Liam started as like the really sensible one who didn't drink, who didn't party, who was just really responsible. And I thought that was really endearing and it was really sweet and cute. And then Harry all of a sudden was like the really sensible, cute, sweet one that everyone loved. Also, and Liam was like, like, great, whatever. I know I have a kidney. Age, right? <laughs> like underage for two years of like One Direction, right? So like, has yeah. It has a different kind of image to hold. But yeah, go ahead. No, for sure. And I think, um, I mean, it makes sense that like, I, I mean, to me, it makes sense that Liam was this, for one one time, like, for one I mean, I just feel like Liam, I think for me, where Leary gets, Leary just feels like there's so much tension, is, like, from Liam's hair to his person, there are just ways that it seemed like, because Harry was Harry, Harry got to keep those personality traits, and Liam always had to change, right? Mm. So, like, even though Liam had curly hair that came naturally, no, that was Harry's hair. Liam had to change his hair. Although Liam was just genuinely a very sensible person. I mean, we've seen his mom and his dad. No, Harry's a sensible one. Liam, what's your lane, right? And maybe it wasn't like with his personality, maybe it wasn't his management telling him anything. Maybe it was also just like, who's he going to appeal to in terms of the fan base, right? Right. And that's just what makes me sad is that like, I'm sure Liam was like, who am I supposed to be if this kid just keeps... I mean, this is who I really am, but, like, this kid just takes everything. <laughs> right. right. And I just want to point out, too, I think this is the moment to talk about it because, like, I feel like people – and, I mean, I will. I want to make a note of comparison that there, there are very specific things that we should criticize Liam Payne for in his recent choices. Absolutely. Um, and, like, we will get there in Liam's solo career, and they should be discussed. And I'm not going to defend, like, current Liam Payne, some of Liam Payne's choices and, like, some, of, you know, like, the problematic behaviors. But I will say that I think that, like, people who want to hate on Liam Payne for all of One Direction, like, I'm not sure if you, like, have fully realized 
what Liam did in One Direction. And I think we got the clearest evidence in um, this like random YouTube search that I found um, where I, I like was so fascinated that I watched the whole thing. I sent it to Kay and made her watch it. Um, but I found concert footage where we are tour. It's June 3rd, 2014. Um, I would have taken you all there. We're in the middle of the Where You Are tour. Harry Styles is sick. Harry Styles cannot sing. He has no voice. They're in Edinburgh. Um, instead of canceling the concert, they bring Harry out. He holds a microphone the whole time. He talks twice to tell the fans in his very, very sick voice that he's very sorry, but he can't sing. And Harry Styles dances on stage while all the rest of them perform for two hours. Um, and in all that coverage, I was so fascinated by this because I was like, who's going to sing Harry's parts? We're in the middle of a tour, you know, like some of those parts like aren't going to be covered. And you know who did almost all of it? Liam Payne. Almost all Liam of it. Liam Payne. Niall, N- Niall covered a few things. Zane covered a few things. But Liam Payne covered most of Harry's stuff. Just off the pain, you know, like literally like Harry can't sing. Okay, we have to still go on stage. Liam Payne covers it. And you know what? And he sounded better sometimes. <laughs> and this is really, really important because if you think about it, Nyla can sing Harry's lower registers and Zane can sing Harry's, Zane and Lily can sing Harry's higher registers. And Liam, like Liam can sing them all. Yes. Yes. All. And, will, and they gave it to and Liam. And there was a moment actually, I forget what song it is um, on that tour set now, but there's a moment where like, I think that Liam has to sing a part right after Harry and like Niall literally has a conversation like he turns to Harry and he's like, or, or he turns to Liam and he's like, me, you. And and Liam like points at him and he's like, okay, like this is how it's going to sing. Otherwise it was just kind of assumed. I think that Liam was going to sing the whole thing unless he like couldn't. Um, and there's only, I mean, like, of course Harry has a great voice. I'm not going to like devalue Harry's contribution to One Direction. It sounded different about Harry. <laughs> they needed Harry. Right. Um, but I will tell you that I think it's interesting that at the end of um, at the at, in their last tour, post Zane leaving, so there is only four of them. Um, Liam got sick or whatever. There's a like there's a whole thing about what happened. Liam says that his girlfriend broke up with him. He was just really upset for whatever reason. Um, they canceled a concert like at the venue. Like they just didn't go on stage, and the reason was that Liam was sick and Liam couldn't perform. Um, and I just think is I know that they're missing a member, so there's fewer voices. There's only three of them to cover. But I think it's really telling that when Harry Styles is sick, they send him out there to dance, like to perform and entertain a crowd because that's what Harry Styles is good at. Um, and also just, I mean, like, I like can, cannot get over how fascinating it is that you send a performer out there sick to not sing. Um, but when Liam was sick and couldn't perform, they canceled the concert. And I feel like that's just a clear example of like, how much Liam Payne means to this band. And that is why Liam Payne is probably the one person Harry Styles openly is annoyed about and too. I mean, I will say too, I will say, I think like looking at like interview footage together, I think what's really kind of funny is um, I think there's a couple reasons why Liam also does this, you know, because like between, um, between anyone in the group, like, Louis made fun of Harry, you know, like, Louis, like, they all made fun of each other, right, um, but, like, we'll, we'll talk about it at different episodes, like, they're different relationships, but I feel like in the early days, 
Louis made fun of Harry a lot. And like, as their relationship has kind of like changed um, throughout the years of time, Liam was the one I think was continually making fun of Harry, you know? Um, and like Niall and Harry, I think have such a different kind of relationship than, than he and Liam do. Um, but like, I remember like, there's like, especially post Zayn leaving, I feel like they did a lot more interviews just by themselves. Like there's the two of them. And like, he would, he would say things to Harry, like, there's an interview where he's like talking and he, like, they're talking about like fan signs and, um, and Liam is like, I saw a fan sign that said, like, it was these giant scissors and they said, Harry cut your hair when he was growing his hair out. And Harry's like, why would you bring that up? And like, he seems like really <laughs> offended and Liam's like, well, they want you to cut your hair, but I think it looks great. You know, like, he's like, clearly like, dude, whatever. And Harry's like, oh, okay. Um, but like, he, he like immediately is like irritated with Liam, you know? Um, but I feel like that kind of like, I don't know. I, in that same interview, they're like reading something. And like, of course, Harry is reading like something like super monotone and really slow. And Liam's like, that's so boring. You're just so boring. He's like, well, that's me, Liam. Um, you know, like, no, I mean, you're so right. Because during that same, even prior to, but during that same, I think, um, promotion promo, right. Harry also had interviews with Niall where Niall was making fun of Harry in the exact same way. But now it was like very sweet to Ni- like Harry was very sweet to Niall and like very understanding. But you're right, like Liam really got the hair, like, excuse me, Liam moment, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but also what I loved about it is that Liam was like, okay, I mean, calm down. But also Liam was like, I think what I loved most about the, the interview that Em was talking about is that Liam had this stance that just said, you know that I know that you know you need me. Therefore. Uh-uh, boo-boo, uh-uh. Right, like, I'm going to, like, I'm going, I feel like he's going, I feel like he's like, I don't care who you are, Harry, you're still Harry to me, you know? Like, I think that's what I really, exactly. I think something that's so beautiful about their relationship is, like, what you talk about, like, the stepbrother fighting thing is, like, it, he, like, he seems to keep Harry in check. Like, he's like, I understand that you're Harry Styles, but you're still just Harry Styles, you know, like. And, and, and like Liam genuinely sees the human being that Harry Styles is because Liam Payne is like, I mean, not better than Harry, but he's better than Harry. Um, (laughs) But like Liam Payne just like, I mean, they grew up together, obviously, but Liam Payne, like he sees what's behind like the superstar Harry Styles. Right. Like he knows, I mean, exactly. And I think he's someone that like, I don't think that Niall or like anyone else in that band, um, like, I don't think anyone else doesn't not see Harry like that. You know, like, I think they all know Harry in that way. But I feel like Liam is the one who's going to, like, call him out on it. You know what I mean? Like. For sure. And I, and I mean, they have. I mean, I feel like they're, I think what you're, like, I think what you're hitting at is that it's, like, it's interesting because, like, their dynamic is almost, like, I don't know. It's, like, I feel, while I recognize that Louis and, like, Niall have a way of humbling Harry, there's just a way that Liam just, like, treats Harry, like a human, you know, like you're my equal. Right. That I just don't see from Harry and like Harry, I mean, from Niall and Louis. Right. And I think like, I think about like, yeah, even like the on stage moments, you think about like a very classic One Direction stage moment things. Like when Harry was singing a solo on What Makes You Beautiful and Liam just pulled his pants down, you know, like, stuff like that. Like the memes. Like, I feel like Liam I feel like even, like, post... I, I feel like, especially once Zane left, I feel like Liam kept Harry fun on stage, like, with 
them, you know, like Harry would do things like just steal Liam's mic, you know, like randomly and, you know, like, yeah. or like, I think that like, as much as like, yeah, I think that Liam, Liam brought up like a fun side of Harry and also kind of a mean side of him because he like made him be this whole human, you know? For sure. And I think it's also thinking about Liam as like a songwriter. We we talked about this and I guess we'll talk about it later on as we go into different albums. The idea that Liam and Louis were like the main songwriters of the band and yet they were willing. I don't know if it was their choice to give Harry the solos that they gave Harry, but Harry got some really, really great moments that Liam could have easily just done by himself. Right. right. But there's a way that Liam, like, I, and I don't know if Harry would have done the same for Liam. Did he? We should go back. I guess we'll 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 talk about like the albums to see how Harry sells does songwriting in terms of his other his fellow band members. Mm-hmm. Um, but they wrote some really beautiful songs for Harry to be lead on um, and to have great moments in. And I think that's just once again Liam Payne understanding when sacrifices have to be made. Right, and I mean, I genuinely seem to. I think it is interesting to, I mean, we'll get into this, but um, Harry's songwriting too, I think is so different in the band. And he's even said when writing his first album that he wrote a couple things during the One Direction era that he felt were too personal for other people to sing. Um, so he, I mean, Harry, I think is the only one into One, in one Direction who gave away songs while he was still in One Direction, like wrote for other people. Mm-hmm. Um which I think is just interesting to like, like how they, I mean, I know Harry was all in on that band too. I'm not trying to say he wasn't, um, but like. It's okay. You can infer what you're trying to infer. <laughs> I'm not mad. <laughs> no, but I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to, I don't think it's fair to Harry to not say that he wasn't all in, but I think that Liam definitely gave like his heart and soul and was like, this is personal. And also I'm in a band and like, it's okay for you to sing this about, you know, like this part is okay for you to take Harry. And Harry was like, I think it's, um, it's, we'll talk about it when he writes his album. I think it was two ghosts that Harry wrote and he, he wrote while he was in one direction. And he's like, no, I don't want other people to sing this. Um, or like he gave that song to Ariana Grande, you know, like he, he just was doing more. He put, I think that Liam put himself in the band in a different way than Harry did. I don't, I think they both were all in, but I, yeah, I think that like even even if Harry was like gave Liam some great moments in the song choices that he did give to One Direction, um, I think Liam, you're right. Like Liam just understood the sacrifices that needed to be made in order to make this work and to make them great, and still mm-hmm. continues to right. Um, For sure, like Liam, and I think that's what makes um, like post One D life a little bit like difficult and uh, preview to the Liam solo episode. What makes it frustrating looking at solo Liam Payne is that, you know, to put in all of this work, I mean, I, and personally, as I see it, right, to put in all of this work where your voice is what propelled this band to like being like respected, you know, quite honestly, like we just, we weren't hearing boy bands at that time who had like really, really good voice, genuinely good voices. Right. And if that was Liam Payne, as we said in our Apple night episode, if you've heard it. Um, and so for Liam to put in all of that work, all of that, all those writing hours, all those business meetings, all of that, right? All of being like the least, um, the least appreciated, most taken for granted band member. And then to, so then, and so to put all of that in and then to have his solo career turn out the way it is versus Harry Styles, knowing that it was his hard work 
that like catapulted, that was part of, that was a big part, I will say, of Harry Styles catapulting to where he is. I just don't know. I, I, I guess I would feel, I guess I, maybe Liam is a bigger person than me and like he still loves them so deeply, but I would just feel some type of way and I'd just start some beef. At the very least, he could get in a beef with Harry Styles to get some, like, he, he may as well just start beef. I mean, he has enough, like, ammo to do so. You know, I feel like we should talk about the ways, though, that I think that the people feel like Liam Payne has started a beef with Harry Styles. I thought he hasn't. <laughs> um, but I think I, wanna, I want us to just, like, go through, like, publicly where, like, we've seen, like, Leary post One Direction. Because it is few and far between. Um, and I just think it's important for, like, for continuation of this conversation. Um, because, like, okay, so they, like, I think that Liam has said, and I haven't witnessed every interaction. But I know, like, post, like, they all reunited at Louis' um, X Factor, um, X Factor thing, right? Like, at his um, Just Hold On premiere on the X Factor in 2016. And Liam was like, yeah, I hadn't seen Harry in a long time. His, he's gotten really tall, you know, like, and it was just, like, very cute, because you're like, oh, you know, like, I feel like Liam has always, like, it just felt very brotherly to me that he's like, Harry's so tall now. You're like, it's been, like, what, like, a few months since he'd seen him. Um, but it felt like such an older brother thing to say. Um, and then, after that, I, I think that, I feel like Liam gets asked about Harry Styles a lot, and I think it's one thing that's really interesting about Harry Styles is he doesn't get asked too much about the rest of his bandmates in the same way they get asked about him. Um, I mean, I think that they always do an interview. Like, I don't think any of these boys will do an interview for a long time without someone mentioning One Direction. Um, but, like, I have seen, like, one instance where, like, I don't think anyone's asked Harry about his, like, Liam's solo work. No one has, like, you know what I mean? Like, Harry, I think, has kind of avoided those conversations in a way that I think Liam has always been very supportive um, of Harry's solo stuff. Um, but, like, I think there was, like, they asked, like, Liam wore, like, a, like, a chain out one time. Um, and they asked Harry if he had, like, seen his chain. And Harry's like, no, I haven't. You know, like, and that was, like, it. And, like, you know, I think he made some, like, joke because Harry makes jokes, you know. But, like, like I don't know. Whatever. He made, like, a little joke and then that was it. Um, but Liam Payne in 2019... Um, he, both he and Harry were performing at um, Cavalothan's Jingle Ball, I think is what it was, the end of 2019. So the end of last year, um, it was, and Liam and Harry, yeah, they're both performing, right? And there was, like, a picture of Liam Payne. He watched Harry's performance. And after that, someone interviewed him, like, did you catch up with Harry? And he's like, yeah, I hadn't seen Harry in three years. Um, three years. And, like... I know these like these people are not obligated to be the best of friends. I know that Harry has been all over the world in that time. Um, and he's written two albums. He did a movie. You know, like, I think they're both very different people. <laughs> Liam also is, like, releasing a lot of singles and things like that. An Oscar-nominated movie. Gosh. <laughs> Excuse me. Oscar-nominated movie. Um, and to, you know, he's been everywhere. But at the same time... Um, it seems like I haven't seen him in three years also seems like I don't think Liam Payne and Harry Styles are texting on a daily basis. You know, like I don't. Um, but in that interview, it was incredibly sad because he was like, um, I don't like, I don't know him anymore. You know, like, I don't even know what we talk about. And he's like, basically like, look at Harry's stuff. Look at my stuff. I'm like the antichrist to Harry. 
Um, which is just so sad, Liam. Um, because yeah. I get like I get that like I think they've gone in different directions. But I think it just made me really sad to like witness like this friendship kind of like I guess fizz out. Um, you know. Um, I will also say I just think my final thing. I'm so sorry. Um, but I just think it's important for like getting everything on the table of what Liam has said. Um, someone did ask him once he had his son who he'd want to babysit. And he said, and I feel like because Liam gets a lot of hate for this, it's important to bring out there. Um, and he was like, who'd you let babysit? And he's like, he went through all of them. Um, and he's like, Louis has a kid, but he's like the last on my list. Um, funnily, you know, like strangely. And he's like, um, he didn't mention Zane, but he's like, Niall would make him a golfer. Um, and Harry, I couldn't trust him with Harry because he would come back with something I just don't understand, wearing something I don't understand. And Liam has gotten so much hate for this, even though he was literally just like going through all his bandmates and making fun of all of them, right? Like clearly he was just like, I just need to keep my child. I'm really, I'm going to avoid this question of like who I think is the best babysitter um, by like, you know, talking about why each of them can't babysit, right? And people have said the worst things about Liam, that he was making fun of Harry's clothes, that he was, you know, like hating on his fashion. Um, And I think like given that relationship to me, it just seems like he's like, hey, um, this is just, this is, again, this is just my friend Harry, and, like, he's yeah. some bold fashion choices, you know, and, like, yeah, you know, like, that's all he was, in the same way that he's, like, Niles obsessed with golf, you know? Um, yeah, yeah, and I think that, I mean, and I wonder if, I mean, that speaks, it could speak, no, it could say nothing, and it could speak volumes, that, like, the only thing Liam can say about Harry Styles is his fashion choice, but I guess it also just makes me wonder, like, and I think for me, where I wish I understood the underlying tension of Leary more is it just feels like Liam knows Harry's style, like knows of, knows Harry the way Harry has never wanted anyone to ever know him, right? Or Liam sees sees Harry the way Harry does, just does not want to be seen, which is flawed, you know, mm-hmm. or which is maybe parts phony. <laughs> no offense, but like um, similarly to how um, you come from my various Aquarius moments. Um, I can imagine, I wonder if, um, which I genuinely appreciate, of course, um, but like, no, like, but you know, like you, you know, that friend who you love so deeply, but like, you just don't go to when you want to hear the truth about yourself. Mm -hmm. I just feel like that's Liam Payne for Harry Styles. Right. Right. And I just, and I feel like, um, I feel like because like, I think. Harry knows that Liam is more talented than him, that Liam is just as hardworking as him, that Liam, like, carried One Direction just as much as Harry did. Like, I think Harry knows that, like, I think Harry, like, cares what Liam, oh my God, this is so, I know nothing about Harry Styles, please don't sue me. In my head, Harry Styles, like, what Liam Payne says carries more weight because, like, Harry Styles respects that dude because Liam has like proven himself, right? Like it'd be one thing if Liam was like the like the lazy one of One Direction, but he wasn't. Right. He just wasn't. Right. And I and that's what makes me so sad. And like and like the one thing that Harry Styles has always well, like Harry talks about just wanting to be seen as Harry. It's like Liam saw you as Harry. Right. Right. And I think. I mean, and we'll have a full-on discussion of, like, how Harry wants to be seen. Like, you know, this, like, authentic- authenticity push versus, like, his kind of, like, desire for privacy kind of thing. 
which I think, I think you're speaking to like, in my head at least too. I don't know either of these people. (laughs) It feels, it feels like he's, um, that Liam pushes that tension in him, you know, like between like wanting to be known for him, but also not wanting to be fully exposed. Um, yeah. And yeah, I think that's like a, but I will say what I find so endearing about Liam is that he doesn't seem to ever be resentful. You know, like people made fun of him really yeah. recently for his like LP one show because he was like, my favorite song of Harry's is adore. And he's like, Oh wait, I mean, adore you. And it was like this kind of like cute, like, Oh, right. I, yeah, I know. I know his song. That's like my favorite song he's done recently. You know, he doesn't seem to get like angry or upset about talking about Harry's stuff. And I mean, I think that we saw it in like, you know, like the One Direction, like anniversary stuff. Um, when he posted that TikTok of him, of like interview footage of Harry talking in his car on a FaceTime call and pretended to FaceTime Harry Styles. It was, just, it was partially so sad and also just really sweet to me that Liam is like, nope, you're still like, I'm not, and he's, I don't think he's using Harry for fame. He's not, you know, like trying to make himself more interesting. He's just like, this is my friend Harry. And if you notice, this is my friend. Harry will never say anything about it, right? Like, never. He won't ever say anything. Like, not, he won't embarrass Liam. He won't, you know, like, he will just be like, think, okay. All right, Liam. Cool. Um, I just, yeah. I just thought it was, it was like such like a, like a heart wrenching nostalgic moment. Cause I'm like, oh, Liam, you're just, indeed, you know. He's just always this, and I think that's what's, I think that's why I just wish Liam could just go back to being, like, sensible in his own way. Like, I think it's great that Harry Styles reads. I think it's great that Harry Styles really works on being a better human being and being a good ally. I think it's commendable. I think it's amazing. I truly do. And I think that Liam Payne can really learn a lot from it, but I think... Liam, I hope he didn't forget that, like, he's just a genuinely sensible person and he can put in a bit more effort, effort to educate himself so he doesn't say, bait, like, ridiculously bigoted things all the time, you know? Yes. Um, but it's like, Harry's, Harry works at, I, I mean, I was in our Slytherin and, like, our Hogwarts episode, like, Harry works really hard to, like, or it seems to me, sorry, as though, as though Harry works really hard to, like, work on his persona of, like, treat everyone with kindness, where that's just, that's just Liam, like, it was Liam who was doing the live streams when One Direction first started. It was Liam who waited on the live stream to talk to Niall during quarantine. It was Liam who, like, hung out with Louis. Wasn't Louis, Liam at, like, Louis' judges' houses? Like, yes. it's it's Liam who, it was Liam who, like, spent the whole day on, like, One Direction, like, One Direction 10th anniversary. It was Liam, I mean, Liam just does these really, really nice things. Just because he wants to. And I mean, like, he um, also, like, has done a lot of, like, active charity work during quarantine. You know, like, I mean, just, Liam, you're right. You're right. So sorry. But. Yeah, and I, he has so, no, you're totally fine. I think he has a lot of work to do where, and he can totally learn from Harry Styles in terms of, like, how do you actively work on bettering yourself? But I, I just wish that he would just remember that he's just, that so many of us remember just like the sensible person that he is and that like, he just genuinely loves these people. He genuinely loves being around his fans and doing these things. And like, that's all he wants to do. And that's all he's ever wanted to do. And it's like, there can be two sensible people in this world who want to be pop stars. Like you don't have to, I think where, I think maybe for me where I feel most sad for Liam is that he spent the last 10 years having to change who he is because Harry Styles puts in so many of those boxes that if he wants to ever be his own star, he has to be anything but that. Right. Right. 
And I think, Which is just so tragic. And I don't know. I don't even know if it's conscious. I will say. And like, I think I'll get defensive of Harry just slightly because you're so right. But like, also Harry <laughs> is naturally kind. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think Harry's treat people with kindness. And I don't think Harry's commitment to like bettering himself and to being a better ally um, is is at all fake. Or, you know, like, I don't think it's all just Slytherin. I think it's also just genuinely Harry. You know, because that's what, that's the consistent. Sorry, I was speaking to like the white liberal way of doing of doing education. You're, you're right, um, and that's very fair. But I and I I just I think that like it's also just like very consistently like what we've seen out of Harry. Like I think about like, for sure, for sure, you know, you're right. That moment where um, there's a moment like where they've interviewed together. Um, and like they're asking about like the five millionth time, where they're like, "What do you want for a girl?" And Liam says, "Female." And it's almost like I don't think I, Liam just means it sarcastically. I think at that point, but Harry's like not that important, you know. And like it, like is like kind of this moment that like weirdly kind of calls Liam out, but like in a way that like not isn't necessarily I don't know. Also like questionable what Harry's doing there, um, but like it, it yeah. I I think that there's ways that like we've seen Harry be consistently like that, and like Liam has always seemed to like. It seems to me like some of like like why Liam is like awkward is like some of that like natural language flow and ways that Harry isn't always getting it right, but Harry seems to like not have these controversial moments in a way that Liam does. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, and I think I think you're right. Harry has Liam has a lot to learn from Harry, um, and I also don't think that Harry necessarily was trying to steal Liam's lane. You know, um, I just think I feel like honestly, too, part of it is that Harry is just naturally better at like the pop star part of it, you know? Yeah. Um, and I wish Liam would just lean into who he is because Harry is not into fan service of that nature, right? Like Harry's fan service yeah. looks completely different than Liam's does. He's like, I think that I really love watching Liam right now, just lean into like him being goofy and awkward and being like a YouTube star and doing live stream concerts and like, you know, leaning into this side of him and not having to feel like he has to compete with Harry because he and Harry are going to do different things. I don't think that means he's the antichrist of Harry, you know, like by any means, I feel like they were very good for each other. And I kind of like, I want, I wish that Harry would push Liam to be more himself and not try to be like Harry. Um, and also, yeah, right. Because I think that's part of what I've seen with Liam, right. Is like, it seems like he, he wants to be cool like Harry. Um, and but he, this is so sad. I want to cry. <laughs> <laughs> but he, but I feel like, so we're seeing Liam come into his own, I feel like, finally, right? Um, but I also really want, I feel like Harry kind of needs the reality check of someone like Liam in his life. You know? Yeah. I don't think that. Yeah. And yeah, you're, you're, you're so, so, so right. You're so right. Cause Liam's YouTube videos, I find them so endearing. Like he's so like, he's not like, he's so silly. And like, even with like, what do you look for in a girl female? Like, that's just like the silliness of one direction humor. Right. Those, they made those silly jokes all the time. Right. All the, like, did they? What did one day wasn't like Louis was like, well, I like a pretty girl, and Zayn was like, oh, of course you want a, a bird who's pretty. Like, that's just how they talk, <laughs> talk, right? Um, and they've never pretended to be otherwise. But I think you're right in that, like, like Liam just needs someone to tell him, like, there is a market for endearingly silly people. Right. 
There really is like awkward, awkward, silly people who are nice. There is a market for that. And you also sing super well, dude, like just stick to your silly YouTube videos and release a dope song. Your career is made. You know, I'm thinking you do you remember the leopard print dress interview, right? Like you've seen that one. Oh my God. (laughs) Like it's, it's yes. And Niall and it's for midnight memories. They're promoting midnight memories. And like she interviewed them twice. Um, But like the first time it's Liam, Harry and Niall in this interview and Liam is sitting closer to her, and Liam is just done the entire time. Um, and like Niall can't stop laughing, like uh, like you know, kind of because she was doing the most. Doing the most. <laughs> but Liam is like a hundred percent, like kind of like almost like Louis level sass, because um, like she was doing the most, and it's awkward. But he's also still Liam, so it's like kind of like endearing and funny. And like Harry and him are just like Harry is like also like dying laughing at Liam, and like. That doesn't happen like too too often, you know. But they're like generally like feeding off of each other, um, and like trying to like get through this interview and also like what the heck is going on. And that is like the Liam that like I feel like, you know, like I feel like he needs to lean into that like fun side of him too, you know. For um, sure. Not that he needs to like be like Louis fruit, you know, like Louis Tomlinson upfront rude, but like, you know, I just. <laughs> No, you're right. There's a way that there's Liam Payne's humor doesn't hurt, doesn't cut, isn't cutting. No, no. It's exactly what it is. And you can see exactly what he's doing. And he's just saying it to just be funny. Right. Exactly. And I, I think that like he needs, I wish he'd lean into that without like, and also work on the me too. I mean, if I may, really, really quickly, if you recall the Sugarscape, in- the Mario Kart Sugarscape interview, for those of you who don't remember, Sugarscape of the Almighty, which had to go, I'm so sad about it. It was, I think in 2011, like One Direction was uh, was at a race car doing promo for Mario Kart. I think it was for Wii. And Sugarscape was asked Louie and Harry, which one of you is in the front, which one of you is in the back in terms of like your Mario Kart playing, like who's who chooses to be winner, who chooses to be loser, like how do you navigate that as a way to just like lead, like to make, to like make fun of the Larry Silenson situation. Like Harry, I mean, Niall and Zane instantly just started giggling. We're completely unhelpful. Louis just looked so deeply uncomfortable and Harry just remained quiet. Liam Payne comes in being like Daisy Hills. I go super, super fast, two minutes flat. What? Like he, it looks like he doesn't, like his face is like, like, you know, one who's not familiar with Liam Payne would be like, oh gosh, Liam is so stupid. He doesn't even get the joke. Of course he understood the joke. He just like took all the flack from them because he's deeply uncomfortable, but he handled that so well. And that was so funny. Yeah, and you know what? And he made them like, he like, <sighs> he like let them laugh at him. Right. Because like Louis was a, exactly. like, you don't understand what's happening kid. And he's like, you know, like, no, I think he does. It's just like, do you remember too? I also thinking of like that, like when they're doing like the Made in the AM promo, and um, they're like, if you can go back to any moment of time, would you go back? And like Liam Payne right away is like, dinosaurs, mate, no, no question. And they're like, what are you talking about? And he's like, dinosaurs, like, and he like, picks up and he's like, I would see dinosaurs, and they're like. I think he means the, like, last five years, Liam, like, in our career. It's like, no, man, <laughs> like, dinosaurs. And then, like, it's, what's really Aww. sweet about it, too, just, like, it's a great Leary moment because Harry comes in, he's like, I think I'd say, I want to say the pyramids, honestly, like, save Liam, but, like, Liam is like, whatever, Aww. man, I'm just, I'm just gonna live me and, like, you know, make these awkward comments. And, like, you're so right. Like, I think he's, I think you see some of the deep, like, I feel like when you really look at what Liam is doing in interviews, he's, or, like, even, like, with his answers, he's got a sense of humor, and, like, he's also, like, able to make fun of himself in ways that, like, 
like let's be honest harry styles would never would never make a fake tiktok where he is talking to someone like his very famous friend like in a in a like interview footage right he would never and that's okay like harry has a very different style of humor but liam is like i know i look pathetic and i don't care here i am and maybe perhaps harry styles like envies that about liam that liam that like and maybe this is me having to be more fair to harry in that like Harry doesn't have the space to like be that silly. Harry doesn't have the space to go on live streams and wait for 30 minutes for now to notice him. He doesn't have like the kind of celebrity he is and the people he surrounds himself with don't allow for him to like also participate in that. And and it never has. And maybe there's a lot of pressure that he's had since 2011, like that he's like, now I'm in these ranks that I have to maintain, I have to be like right here. I don't know if someone put that on him or he put that on himself, you know, but I'm, I'm sure he must like, I'm sure it must be envious to just think of how free Liam is in terms of how he participates and how other people view him. Whereas Harry has to just be so calculated about everything because he started this precedent so long ago. Right. But I mean, I think if I may have my concluding moment, <laughs> I mean, I just, I think that, um, I think these two need to bring 60 minutes to England. I think they need to sit together um, for three hours and just hash everything out for my viewing pleasure. And they just need to admit to each other that they have so much to learn from the other and they owe so much to the other and they've hurt each other, but they also deeply love each other. And I think if, and I honestly believe that Leary is the key, like, Solving the ten, like resolving the tension of Leary is the key, the key, I will say it now, to Liam and Harry in their solo careers finally hitting their stride. Change my mind. Change it. <laughs> wow. Okay. Ever be Aquarius with your final words, okay? Speaking of changing my mind, let's talk about it. Written in 2012 for the album Take Me Home by Savan Kocheka, Carl Fark, and Rami, Change My Mind is a sweet ballad which made the best flyover moments on the Take Me Home tour. Join us next week for Nobody Compares. Where we will try to figure out exactly where One Direction ranks amongst our other great boy bands of pop band of pop music history. Even though we've only been recording the podcast for eight weeks, We've noticed that we already have an international audience. It's so, so, so exciting, and we're so grateful. Um, if we may ask, we'd love to hear any questions, concern, comments, or concerns. Um, so send an email if you wish to talk to us to carrotpear2010 at gmail.com. That's C A R R O T P A I R, the number 2010 at gmail.com. A massive thank you for listening. All the love.